What's up, family? It's Auntie CJ here, back again with another podcast entry. Okay. Today's podcast entry, I was inspired by my favorite YouTuber. Okay, right? But not her video specifically. So... I talk about this girl all the time. I'm like, she's living her best life. She's younger than me. She's transparent. She talks about her anxiety and everything. It's great. Uh, Not really, like, watching her because I'm, like, vicariously, like, living her life with her. You know, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm young. I'm uh, rich, not wealthy. I think she's rich, but not wealthy. But, you know, rich, doing what I want to do, looking good, looking cute, just being, just being cute. Like, just wake up and being cute. Like, that's my life. Like, I don't have to go to work. <laughs> like, yes. So, for whatever reason, <clears throat> I she had made this video recently. She's talking about her teeth. And I wanted to see, like what she got done to her teeth because I'm not a big fan of my teeth I'm not I never have been and like my mom she just did not do any like cosmetic work on none of us (laughs) it's so sad but it is crazy because back in the day back in the day like I had insurance and like nobody took me to the dentist anyways I don't know how I keep getting here every time Anyway, I was looking at the video of her teeth, and I thought she got veneers, but she did not get veneers. She got her teeth bonded. I don't exactly know what that means, but you can Google it and find out. However, a video popped up about why we really broke up. So this is her ex, and he made a whole video for some clout, honestly, because it was no nobody was asking for the video, like... None of her fans, she wasn't, nobody need nothing cleared up, like, nobody cared about his side, like, it just was irrelevant, but, hey, he wanted to clear some things up for himself, and, you know, to basically, really, he ri- he wanted to ride on her wave and, like, get some, get some, uh, attention, so, that's like one of his most well-viewed videos. All of the other ones look like nobody cares. So anyways, he's talking, he's talking, and what really hit a nerve with me. And I was like, oh, I got to talk about this because this, you know, I don't know if it's real or not, but it could be. And I just wanted to express it here for the girls, for us, Okay. So, basically, like I said, she's doing her thing. Like, I believe she just turned 25. She has sponsorships and just, like, you know, she's getting paid to be an influencer. That's it. And so, (sighs) dating while woman, while beautiful and successful is very, very intimidating to a man who does not match or exceed your means. So financially, if you're doing better than him, he's automatically emasculated. Is it demasculated or emasculated? I want to say it's E. Go with me. Follow me. So he's already feeling less of a man. He like has to do things, other things to um, basically show that you know he's the man, he's the leader. But you're really like I said. He who holds the money holds the power and the control. This is why I was talking about when I was talking about the baby and how that girl, you know, she didn't know what she was going to do because she wasn't independent. So it's like, get a bag. Because if you have your own, you don't have to worry about what nobody else is doing. So the YouTuber, the guy, her boyfriend, her ex-boyfriend or whatever, he's like, okay, so I'm just saying wouldn't you rather be with somebody you love? Doesn't love me more than money. And only broke people say that because, no. Um, 
And I ain't say there are very rare cases where it's like, oh my God, this is true love and we broke and we're going to do this together. Very, very rare. However, it is a lot of cases where people see you doing well, see that you're going to go up and elevate and just want to jump on your back. And basically, you're doing all the work and they're getting all the benefits. That's the no. It's the no because you have to know your worth and you have to know your self-esteem. You have to love yourself enough to walk away from something that you know is going to be a leech to you and drain you. This whole thing was like, uh, I worked a regular job and I had to be away at work all the time. And wouldn't you want your man there with you? No, no. No, I don't need a psychic, especially now no man following behind me. I'm helping support you some I was just asking her to pay me what I was making at my job. For what? You are a whole man. Why would I have to pay you anything? And I'm dating you. What does that look like? I'm paying for everything. I'm paying for a boyfriend. You got me messed up. She is so beautiful. And he was just like, it's true, love. I've been nowhere since blah, blah, blah. Nobody cares. History means nothing. Do you know I could meet somebody? And this is not to say like better than you financially or whatever, but better than you because a man who's the man for me is not going to be the man asking me to pay him to help us thrive. It's going to be the other way around. Like, I'm sorry, you cannot... Be a boss woman with a man who don't know where he's going. He don't know how to make his own money. He don't know how to do nothing on his own. And he's just looking to you to, like, be the breadwinner and the, the head of the of the body. No, no. It's just not biblically correct in how it's supposed to be. Okay, we all have roles. Whether you want to play by the generic roles or not, but... We're all innately, naturally, like, born with the rose. So, yeah, no, it, it just wasn't working. And I was just so proud of her. And really, I was honestly happy to hear his side because I, I was just like, the audacity. And then there are men out here like that who truly will be resentful towards you. And it's like, and he's all like, ah, she has a trick. She has an old man and da-da-da-da. And it's like... You sound mad. You sound real mad. <laughs> Jealous that you don't have the money or, you know, anything else to keep you around. Because here's the thing. There are plenty of male money. And, you know, women love money, of course. However, money does not sustain. It cannot keep. and cannot. Um, well, it can in some ways. Because that's the thing. I hate saying these little cliches and scenarios because there are there are always exceptions. Because there's always a woman that no matter what, no matter how much, how, how bad she's getting treated, no matter how lonely she is in, in the relationship, no matter how disrespected she is or whatever, like she will accept all of that if her bills are getting paid. If, you know, her image is up to par with, oh... I can take a picture with him, and I don't have to look single. But deep down inside, it's like they're in a, in a miserable relationship. They're always arguing. They're always fighting. Every time she calls him and wants some attention, it's, ah, you always nagging. Ah, da, da, da. And he gives all his best, his best side, his best energy to all everybody else on the side. And it's like, where is this energy when it's me? Because I'm supposed to be your girl. I'm just a little confused on how... You chased me down. <laughs> basically, made not made me, but basically opened up the ability, the opportunity to be with me and to take myself off the market, right? You want me to not be an option for anybody else, so you have to be my best option. But yet here we are, and you making me feel like... I'm doing you a disservice. I'm in your way. I'm nagging you. I get on your nerves. And it costs this much to be with me. Like, first of all, you could have stayed where you was at. You could have stayed where you was at. Why would you? I know why. Men, they are physical creatures. And not all men want sex, okay? However, that is a big thing that gets, keeps, and maintains a man. 
okay it just it just is it's within their nature they're just in our animalistic ways that's just how they are created i mean we're all really created for it but women we don't really um have to have so much of it i don't think our bodies are just capable of it like i think a dude can smash a hundred chicks but like a woman doing it, it's, it's going to ruin your body. It just is. It just is. So anyways, um, yeah, it's all of that. But it's just like, you know, people fail to realize that just having a bond with somebody does not guarantee their loyalty and commitment to you because nobody owes you anything. And it's like, yeah, I can love you, but I don't have to take care of you. I don't have to provide for you. I don't have to do nothing I, nothing I want to do. There are so many people in the world where if we don't work out, I'm going to be all right. I'm going to be okay. It might hurt for a bit because when your heart gets broken, it hurts. Okay, but that's the pain you get over. Just like you get over when people die. It just comes with life, okay? It comes with life. And the more experience you have with it, the better you are at, you know, when it comes around again. Because it's going to come around again. That's life. It's a repeated freaking hamster wheel, okay? That's it. You on the same hamster wheel. You get up, you get off, you get up, you get off. You just keep cycling over and over the same stuff. You just go through the same stuff through different stages of your life with different wisdom. So this time, you know, you're coming back with experience. So that's that on that. I really want to get that off my chest because I'm like, there's dudes out here that, that really don't mind. And it's women out here that I don't want to say buy a man slash build a man, but that's what I'm saying, Okay. That's what I'm saying. And honestly, I'm talking from from my experience. So I came from a household, like I said, the one good thing my mom did for real, not not just the one good thing, but a good thing she did, was instilling us independency. And all of us, all of my siblings are the breadwinners in our relationships and more so, that's how we started off, and people gravitated towards us, and we took care of them. Um, so, that's just something that I saw my mama do, and not with my father, obviously, because my, my, my father made a lot of money, and I, like, take a whole bougie thing when it comes to my father and, like, everybody else's daddy, because basically my father was um, the least dustiest. <laughs> Because he worked at four and he had a little money, you know. He had something going for him versus, like, the other fathers, they really did not. So, anyways, I saw my mom or whatever just, like, take her man. Like, most of her boyfriends or whatever, like, they were bums and they had to come live with us. And they had to, you know... They didn't really do nothing extra for the house. Like she was always at work, and my whole thing is like, that's why I'm. I, that's why in my head I'm like, oh yeah, this whole I'm a boss girl and I'm gonna go to work and do half and half with my man. That's not a thing for me. I'm just gonna do it by myself, or we're going to be equally yoked and work towards something else. It's the hypergamy for me because. Like I said, men don't operate well when you make more money than them. And they said, just sidebar. I didn't read into it, but I kind of glimpsed over something that Tamar Braxton, her boyfriend had, her much younger boyfriend, the article stated, um, he stole her safe box from her. And it's crazy because like, People will really, like, ride by you and be like, oh, my gosh, I love you. I would never do nothing to you. And the whole time, like, they have a plan to steal from you. And it's like, dude, seriously? And it'd be the, the type of women that money is nothing. And you don't even view it as that. And you're not trying to hold it as leverage over a man um, versus how men do. Men use it. Well, I'm not going to lie. Some women be like, I pay for everything. You my little girl, da da da. So, 
see, it's always opposite. It's always the polar opposite, and I hate going through both of them because I just want to say what I want to say, but not be biased as to the other side. So I got to say both, but it's near the end. But anyways, yeah, that was like he stole her money or whatever, and I was just like, wow. And with that, it's just you really do want organic love. Because here's the thing about what the ex-boyfriend was saying about the YouTuber or whatever. I get what he was saying because he like, you know, you got to be careful because the more money you make, that is when it's really hard to see the type of man that you want to date if they are for you or after, you know, the brand and everything that comes with it. That's why it's just really um, a big thing when you want to become famous and make a lot of money. You subject yourself to fake people, fake love, users, and scammers. And it's like you live a life with just fake love. When you're just buying people's friendships, buying people's time and energy. And it's like, is it worth it? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not there, so I can't really relate. (laughs) But, um, yeah... And I just feel like from the the couples that I've watched, I feel I feel him on this part because if that's your person, now it all depends on if that's your person. I just feel like they just wasn't chemically and chemistry wise and connected connectivity wise that they just wasn't connected on that love level that he thought they was because. If, in fact, they were, they could have did that, and it really would not have been a problem. But I'm sure he just wasn't adding the the things that she needed without him being told what to do. Because he was like, if she would have told me to hold the camera, if she would have told me or needed me to do this, and it's like, I need you to create something that I'm not already doing. You know what I'm saying? Add to me. Don't take from me and then be like, here, I helped. No, you really didn't. I mean, yeah, you helped, but it's like I could get anybody to do that. Anybody. I need you to help in other ways besides just being a freaking employee slash boyfriend. Like, no. Mm-mm. So, my mood has just been up and down lately. My menstrual cycle was coming. What's today's date? Today I had an okay day. Okay, it's day seven. Oh my goodness, day nine. <laughs> I was ready to kill somebody. I was so irritated. It didn't make no. <clears throat> <clears throat> Jesus. Uh-oh. God, I don't know if make no sense. So anyways, um, I'm on YouTube. Hold on. Uh, this supposed to be on. Um, what the fuck is really going on? I'm about to burn my damn house on fire. Why wasn't this on? Hmm. I really don't remember cutting it on, but still, I had these damn potatoes in there. And it's not even cooking. I'm thinking they about to be boiling. I don't even know if that's how you're supposed to do it. Oh, well. I'm going to do it together. All right, y'all. Anyways, um. Hold on one second. Yeah, I was about to kill somebody the other day. But then I gradually, uh, my mood got better. And I was like, be calm, girl. It's your period. Be calm, be calm, be calm, be cool. So I've been calm and cool. So um, I had a notification on. Now I'm opening YouTube. Okay. I had a notification about YouTube. So I took a screenshot of what I wrote. So I was watching this astrology video or whatever. And it was talking about the Neptune and then 12th house. I just, I'm like really scratching the surface on this whole astrology and all of that. It's a whole lot. That I just, I'm just not inclined to really be so knowledgeable about it. Because once you really learn about the stuff, you can go into this rabbit hole about what's your life path number? What's this? And this, that, that, that. And my whole thing is, it's really. Well, technically, it's against Christianity, the way that they taught it, you know, you're not supposed to 
dip and dabble in the witchcraft or whatever. But you know, I'm a little rebel. <laughs> but I, that's why I always say I'm not an influencer on religion. I'm just spiritual. So yeah, I believe in what I believe in, and I want you to believe in what you believe in, and that's it. We're all gonna have a great life. What happens at the end? We'll find out when it's over. I don't think we're gonna be able to tell each other what is what's what because. We'll be dead. So, I wrote, I have really been feeling like F my life, and for no reason really, but that I can sense everything and feel everything. And I thought surrounding myself with toxic people will give me the opportunity to heal, but it only made me sick and wonder why I suffer so much, even though I literally live in a way to create peace and understanding, yet no one tries to understand the deeper meaning to life. I cannot stand to work a job. I have quit so many jobs due to toxic environments, and I've always had the crazy desire to be the starving artist as to fade away and blend in, but it's not my calling. And I'm getting out of the hermit mode and running towards my fears instead of hiding because I am respected more and appreciated more when I use my power and protect myself first. It was always about healing myself first instead of feeling the guilt of trying to save everyone around me. I live by this motto of mind your business. Taking care of you helps you take care of people around you. So I wrote that two months ago and it was just really like, what? That's crazy because... When I wrote that, it's just confirmation again. I just keep seeing, like, girl, it was always in the plan for you, <laughs> for you to quit that job. Like, I swear, like, for the life of me, like, with all of my grit, all of my might, I really, 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 really tried to hold on to that job. I was really fearful. I was just like, if I don't work here, like, exactly what happened, exactly my fears, like, that's what I didn't want to encounter. Because right now, I'm just, again, I feel like I'm right back to where I was before I got the job. And it's crazy, it was around the same time, man. It's around the same time of the year in November, and so this time it happened in October, which is a few days earlier, but it's the same thing, man. It's the same thing. So I'm just back at this place where I'm like, I don't have any skills. <laughs> I did not go to school. And the jobs that are available, I don't want to work them. I do not want to work in fast food. I just, it's just too much for me. It's too much. And it's crazy because I feel like I would qualify for, like, disability, but there's this super overdrawn, long process in order to prove that you're disabled and everything and that you can't, like, adequately do the work of the job. And then people are like, no, you're just choosing to be lazy. Like, you don't have any um, right to say that you don't want to work or you can't work. And it's like, so you're telling me... <laughs> that I was in a position for this long and I mean I managed it but did I really manage it if I was coming home crying every day if I was waking up crying every day if it was just really debilitating for me to get out of bed for me to get through the day I was extremely exhausted I really didn't have the will to live and you know I was not eating not sleeping just my health was declining. My quality of life was declining. And y'all telling me that, oh, yeah, that's normal. Normal. That's not my normal. I don't care what y'all talking about. I don't want that to be my normal. My whole thing is this. Like, people in this world, like, people from my mom's generation and everything, they're like, ah, that's just what you got to do. I dealt with worse. And it's like, that's great. And I applaud y'all for your ability to do that. But that does not mean that everybody is 
made up like you and with the equipment, with the mental stability to sustain this stuff. This is why suicide happens is because some people cannot handle what you can handle. What makes you stronger, what makes you stronger makes the other person weaker, okay? Because a lot of people like to compare and contrast like my life and the things that I go through and they're like, oh, I would have. That's all you had to deal with. And it's like, dude, that's great that you would have dealt with it a different way. That's wonderful. But you can't work for me. You can't live my life for me. So what I'm telling you is that I'm struggling. I'm having these problems with this position and with the um, expectations on life that y'all have for me. I'm having a problem completing and doing simple, mundane tasks. So for you to sit here and say, I'm lazy, it's like I have, no, I I mean, I truly don't have the desire to work, but I have the will to work because I have the ability and I can, and I know that it costs to live. But here's the thing, like, I sit here every day and I struggle and I'm just like, yeah. I don't really know how much longer I can do this because it's just a lot against me. I have so much debt against me, like in my living age and with what I'm doing now, just seeing myself at a job, like somebody is suing me for $90,000. And in two years, I was only able to save $2,000. And I really didn't really like save it. Like, most of that money was the stimulus money and maybe $200, $300 from a check. That's it. So I really have money management issues. Just looking at my family, like, at their state of existence right now, I'm just looking at my future. Like, it's so messed up and I'm so negative because I'm like, People are like, oh, well, you're not your family. And I'm like, y'all don't understand how I watch my grandmother live like this, how I see my mother raise us like this. And now to this day, I'm sitting here witnessing my sister do the same thing that my mother did. I mean, and all of my sisters, I, all of all of us are our mother in different forms. So you telling me I'm making this up and that the cycle don't. And they're like, well, You're not going to be like them because you think different. I'm like, it don't matter how differently I think. It don't matter how. Because I try deliberately to alter my life to make different decisions. And that's why I was holding on to that job. Because I'm like, "Uh, this is my ticket. This is my way out. I'm not going to end up like them because uh, I'm making this money. I'm deliberately not going to have any kids. It's going to be different. And it was harder. It was worse. Because my whole thing is... I didn't have the quality of life that they're having. Yeah, like my sister messed up my niece and nephew's lives. But at the end of the day, I look at my niece and nephews now and I'm like, they're all right. I really had like self-sabotaged myself and like really made it a big thing like where I was trying to save them. And they really wasn't messing with me because I was really angry and bitter. And I'm like, y'all can't do this. Listen to me. I'm trying to tell them the truth. I'm trying to be, you know, honest with them. I'm trying to be what I needed, what I thought I needed. However, it just really didn't go that way. And it didn't matter how blue in the face I got, no matter how red I got to when I was trying to express myself, like, hey, we have to do different. I'm trying to, you know, do something different. And they was looking at me like, girl, look at your life. You've been living with us since you, you know, since as far as I can remember. They looking at me because I'm 23, I'm 24. And they're like, girl, you don't have your own place. You have no room to talk. Like, you're not grown. I'm I'm looking at you like you're a kid. And from that point, I'm like, you know what? Y'all right. Because I can't get something from you if my life is out of order. And I just could not get my life in order in enough time and a way to really be the change that they needed to see. So I'm like, you know what? I don't know, y'all. And it's too much. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm doing all of this. And I just felt like my niece and nephew wasn't appreciating the sacrifices I was making for them because I could have just did my whole thing. I could have had my baby. I could have did this. I could have did that. But no, I'm trying to do something for them and they don't even appreciate it. But that's 
where I messed up. They never asked me to be an example for them. They never asked me to save them. They are making it just fine. And they honestly, I'm so proud of them. I'm so proud. They are like really just brave and like strong, independent people. Like they they don't have it all together, but they they not they not that messed up <laughs> as I thought they would be. And just like my fear I put on them, the projections that I feel like was passed down from me, passed down to me, like from my mother and my siblings. Cause my siblings used to always down talk me, man. They used to always be like, "Huh, oh, what you about to do? Why you not going to school? This and that, da, da, da. all the things that they didn't do as well." And I was just looking at them like, "Please don't tell me how to live my life like this if you didn't do it." Okay? Yeah, here like, don't have kids, travel the world. Did you not have kids and travel the world? Okay, don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me what to do. Whatever I want to do, let that be me. Because if I want to fall into the cycle and the pattern of how this family is set up, let that be. Because y'all did it. And after watching our mother do it and failing or feeling however we felt about it, you know, you still did it anyway. So let's stop projecting that fear on other on children and wanting them to live your life and your dreams. And that's just not the case and what they need and want. I just feel like to this day, I was just really missing the preparation and family support. You know, it's not even that you got to have a lot of money for real. You got to know how to utilize resources. It's this lady on Instagram who I follow. Um, She's the financial mentor or whatever. Her name is Ebony Cochran. And she has a lot of money. And she has just a lot of people and life skills or whatever. So she does credit repair and has a different couple of businesses or whatever. But she's like, she's not paying for her daughter to go to college, like out of pocket. Even though she can, she's helping and assisting her daughter apply for scholarships, apply for grants. Not loans, not we don't got it and put yourself in debt and commit to something that we don't know if you're going to really be successful at this or not, but this money is going to have to be paid back. Okay. And at that point in time, I'm not really going to be able to help you pay it back. And your desire or passion for a degree, which most of us is like psychology and freaking art, not really going to pay you the money that you can have to pay back the loan. And it's like a setup for failure. And it's just, to me, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. But I also read somewhere that, let me see if I can pull it up. I felt like it was really cute and beneficial because it was really for me because I, I see a lot of things and I'll be agreeing with them or whatever, but... I feel like this one was for me. No. Um. I don't know. Is this what I was talking about? Girl, all right, I'm just going to read a couple of them because I really don't know. But this says five reasons why people wouldn't want to be around you. <sighs> Controversial. T- Controversial. <laughs> Con- oh, that's a conversational. <laughs> I'm saying Controversial. It's a conversational dominance, talking too much, poor attentiveness, not listening or paying attention, constant complaining and criticism, negative outlooks, inconsiderate, selfish behavior, everything is about you, dreadful and depleting energy, your company is draining. People really don't understand that. People really be like having a hard time looking in the mirror. It's not me. I'm just a realist. No, you're a pessimist. And it's really like, 
exhausting to talk to you. All right, seven things most people take a lifetime to learn. Feeling sad after making a decision doesn't mean it was the wrong decision. Oh, this is the one. <laughs> I'm so glad I read this. Okay. Life is not tiring. Because I've been saying, y'all, I've been saying I'm tired for 28 years. This is what you got to know. After reading all of my journals, after just reviewing my life, that's the most common thing you're going to see is, girl, I'm tired. I've just been saying, Lord, I'm tired. God, I'm tired. So here we go. Wanting life to be a certain way, but not having the confidence to make it that way is tiring. And this, this sentence got my whole life together because... I'm like, and I said this on the last podcast, I'm like, I know all of the things that that are in me, all of the ideas that I'm inspired to do, but for whatever reason, and I'm just self-diagnosing myself again, because that's what I've been doing on here, but as people with ADHD, like, the attention span and, like, the brain capability and, like, the way that some people are wired, like... Again, I could look and appear like I can master some things and I look like a hard working overachiever, but I'm really just doing these things out of out of overdrive, out of fear and out of just that spike and it's the peak of dopamine that I have at the time, but I it's not continuous. <laughs> so that's where it all gets blurred because after I run out, I'm tired and I'm drained and I really don't care no more. But then once I really care about it again, I'm like, all oh, for it. So it's a lot of my mood swings. It's a lot of my hormonal balances and all of this and all of that. And it's about me not having the resources to really, me not having the resources, the money or the time to fully do therapy because I have to work. So imagine this, <laughs> the job that I have now, the schedule is 6 a.m. to Okay, it's 2.30 to 3.30, but really it's 6 to 6. Like, you are um, obligated to commit to this 12-hour day, right? Just in case they need you. But it's really, like, variable. So imagine that. Work 6 a.m. to whenever we get done, right? You have to set an appointment for a therapist, and you really have to do it in advance because they really is based off of when they're open, when they have ability. You're looking two or three weeks in advance and boom. Okay, boom. Usually on Wednesdays, we get out at 2.30. But fast forward two weeks, this particular Wednesday, wouldn't you know, <laughs> we getting off at 4 o'clock. There's no way you can just walk out of work and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And most of these jobs, because I'm a temp worker, is no such thing as just tell them that you have an appointment. Just da 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 da. Because they're making it so hard for you to prove documentation, for you to do this, for you to do that. And they just really want you to not have an excuse and go to work or don't work there at all. That's it. There's no in between. There's no well being day. There's no take care of yourself. There's no, oh, you got something else to do? You know, outside of work for your quality of life. Oh, yeah, that does not matter. They don't care about you as a living being. They care about you as a worker, as a production person that is here to produce results. That's it. And that's exactly what was happening at my job, in my last job. And just that whole depersonalization for me, because we had this acting manager, and she was really the devil. That it, That's honestly like one of the top tier things. <laughs> it was for me because the... The uh, manager we had before her, he was something, okay? But I actually got through that with him. He was something. But this lady, I don't know. She literally had said, like, oh, my devil horn showing and stuff. I don't play about stuff like that. I just got to take and listen to what people telling you, especially how they acting. And the way she was acting, it just wasn't in favor of my well-being. And she was like, oh, just tell me everything. And I'll, and I'll try to, I'm like, girl, you a lie because I've told you a few things and I watched you not do nothing. So you think I'm going to sit here, <laughs> not me, 
not me. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know how I got on that rant, but here we are. Life is not tiring. Wanting life to be a certain way, but not having the confidence to make it that way is tiring. So, it's really about going after what you truly want and desire and really making it shake, really making it happen. For me, I said that if I had the time, because I was just like, I don't have no time. I was like, work all the time, working 10 hours, and I'm so tired. And then I'm back at it where I'm really not working. I mean, I have some off days, but I have time. And in this time, I'm just like, <laughs> not putting in the work that I could be to be great because I'm just fearful that if I do turn on great, I just really don't want. <laughs> uh, I just really want to like. I don't know. It's like this fear of success for me because people just have always doubted me, and I just want to make them right because. If I really show up and I really do this thing and really transform my life, I just believe that I will be an ugly person. Like, yeah, y'all can't talk to me. <laughs> you have been denied access to my life. And I'm like, is that the life that I want? You know, it might be the life I need. I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm really still praying on it because I just don't know where I'm supposed to be at and what the direction of my life is going to be. However, I'm trusting in God, trusting the process, and just living one day at a time. Um, one thing about just researching and being knowledgeable about all the things about mental health and everything, it's just not looking too far ahead and not feeling or um, being your biggest enemy by keeping yourself down with negative talk and anxiously looking into the future, which is something you really can't control. Anything can happen. So I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. And God's like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'm like, but I got to worry about it. (laughs) Relax, girl. Everything's going to be all right, as it has been, because just shortly after quitting my job, you know, I was able to start working here, and I really... I had, like, a vague prayer. (laughs) I did. I was just like, you know, God, I really am not in a rush to, like, get into my next career or whatever. I just want to pay my rent up. That's it. Because I don't want to have to ask nobody for no money. And that's exactly what happened. So I'm just thanking God that I'm still here and still able to just have a mustard seed of faith, the courage to just carry on with life because it's hard it's hard not really being stable like just in life I've just been really unstable like with my mind and my body far as like where I live and I just don't have any familial stability support because my family is still unstable so it's crazy because it's like eight of us and I can't call on not one of my sisters or brothers to be like you know I need some help (laughs) they're gonna be like you know I need some help too and I'm like you do and I always just felt the responsibility being the youngest like I always had to have my stuff together because they can't help themselves and it's just this sad cycle, and I would just be like, do I really want to age and get older and live like them? It's just not something I aspire to do, which is why I really put so much pressure on myself to, like, hurry up and get it, because I'm, like, I'm getting older. I'm, like, really 28. Like, this is for real. <laughs> Who knew? Like, I'm the baby. If I'm 28, that means everybody is about to be old. Okay. My sister told me yesterday she's turning 40 next year. I'm like, damn, 40. Like, she's been in her 30s for the longest, obviously. She's turning 40 next year. But I'm like, wow, that's such a milestone. Like, my sister is about to be 40. Like, that's my sister right above me. 
Um, we're really cool and close to some degree. We've been through our stuff, but it is what it is. All right, the next bullet point is self awareness is realizing that there's no opponent you're fighting against yourself. The next bullet is sometimes saying goodbye doesn't mean you don't love something. It just means you love yourself too, which I also wanted to relate to the beginning story about the YouTubers or whatever. I believe that that girl could have loved her boyfriend, like I said, but she did not love him enough to stop her life and halt her life and really put that pressure on her back to help support somebody when... You really have to put yourself first and mind your business. And I'm just so glad she didn't worry about where he was going to be at and where he landed. Because as a man and as anybody, you know, we all have different paths. And it's okay. And it doesn't mean I love you any less or I don't want you to succeed. It's just that I just got to love you from over here. I cannot. We don't have to help everybody. We can't. We have to help ourselves. All right. The next bullet point, that lesson will repeat itself until you learn it. I told you. Did I just tell you this? All right. The next bullet, if you keep one hand on your past and one hand on your future, you'll never have either. To embrace tomorrow, you must let go of yesterday. This is what I just freaking said. (laughs) So I'm just like, all right. Because your future self is who you are now. It's what you do now. And I know all of these things. And again, I'm just like... I can't keep saying I'm tired. (laughs) I just don't have the confidence to do better. But one day... I don't know. I just feel like if it's in God's will, I feel like we all like to apply these like superficial things to our lives because it sounds good, but... Some of us are here to fail, man. Some of us are. <laughs> and I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer on this, but I'm just saying, like, what if I'm just not supposed to <laughs> get what I want and desire? Like, what if I'm not? Because there's everybody who is just like, I listen to this sound. I wrote this down every day, 10 times, 77 times. I repeated this out loud and I manifested my life. And it's like, I don't think we all here to manifest our life. Because if we was, then I don't think the world would be equal. And it, it wouldn't make sense. Because we can't all be great. We can't. That just is the laws of nature. Survival of the fittest. And here's the next point. Uh, the world starts and ends entirely inside your mind. No matter where you end up. No matter how rich or successful you become, you won't enjoy any of it if you get there at the expense of your mental health. Wow. This is my first time reading these. (laughs) I'm sorry. And I'm just, I did not see this. That's crazy. Because this is exactly just, again, confirmation on me quitting a job because I really just felt like that environment like my mental health was just really declining and just people kept telling me like I would call people and complain and basically cry wolf about me quitting and I'm like yeah I don't think this was for me I don't think it's gonna work out or whatever and so I I was given the advice to make your prison comfortable and I was literally going into work feeling like I was walking into prison Literally. And at once I quit, I really just felt like I'm leaving prison. I felt so free. Stop. I felt so free. And I felt just like my heart began to just become more full of love again because I hated everything and I hated everybody. Um, because here's the thing there are a few jobs that I quit because of the people 
in this job, I kept swearing up and down. Like, I'm not going to let these people influence my money. So many people say that. I don't care what people do. I don't care what people say. Ain't nobody. I'm not going to quit for nobody. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, them are some mentally strong people because people can't get under your skin. Whether you want to acknowledge it and take into account that it's affecting you or not, that's up to you. But the truth of the matter is, you work with these people consecutively every freaking day. At some point, the personal slash work stuff, it crosses. The line crosses. And um, it could get freaking exhausting and tiresome. And, that sh- and <laughs> it could mess with you. So, damn. More power to them people who can, you know, separate that. That's great. But like I said, we'll make you stronger and make you weak. We'll make the other person weaker. The same water that hardens the egg softens the potato. So you got to be aware that everybody not like you and everybody's not built for tough. So that's that. But, um, yeah, uh-oh. For hours. So I'm gonna end this here. Um hopefully you got something out of that. I know I'm gonna get something out of it. I, I got everything that I needed to get. I didn't know I was gonna get here because I really did not read that little post. <laughs> I read one line and I was like, Oh, I wanna talk about this on my podcast. I swear I need to print this out. These things you gotta print out and remind yourself and do daily. You have to do this stuff daily. Because it, it be times where I know all that stuff and I forget. Then when I need it, I'm like, where is it? I can't find it. Just like, now, nah, I'm not trying to find it. And when you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Because the devil is always ready. I'm just using the devil, as you know, a symbol. <laughs> it's a clear way to express this message. But the devil is always trying to get you. Before he gets you, before he got you, you can already have what you need to defend yourself and protect yourself, okay? You can already have God's word with you, armed and ready. Like, you know what? I'm a child of God. I don't have to worry about nothing. And, you know, what will be, will be. As long as I have faith and pray and do what I need to do, I'm going to be good, okay? You just got to know within yourself. You got to put God first, you second, the rest last. Everything will be all right um love yourself love others mind your business have a good day and a better tomorrow peace